0: No timeouts, episode 23. You know, it's me, Rodney. I'm here. Special playoff edition of ep- no timeouts. Uh, just going to run through the playoff games, you know, with Pope. He's back, back again. This was technically his second, but like low-key his third episode last week. It had a lot of technical difficulties. We came. We did it. So, that was like a nice, like, It's okay. We can yeah. throw away those takes. Exactly. Here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, things. a lot of... But... We'll get them all again. Even though... I was right on my bets last week, and they didn't post, of course. But when I'm wrong, of course it posts. But anyway, I'm going to be right this week. Of course, I'm going to come back with my lock of the week for the playoffs for all my betters out there, my degenerate gamblers. But we're going to go through each game, give you the rundown, give you a case of how each key, each team could win, why each team could win, and then Pope is going to give you his pick. Um, if he's wrong, I'll give you his contact information. You can get take it over him. That's fine. Yep, that's all. Still old. dealing with the Jameis you know? <laughs> yeah. Yep. That was good. also
1: in the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> so Michigan have to bring it up.
0: Oh, he
1: walked. He walked in the referee missed it. Whoever brings it
0: into the front court. They have no timeouts from oh, the cause is too many timeouts. at the technical foul. He called a timeout. Michigan doesn't yes. have any. He got by with a walk, and Jimmy calls a technic he calls the timeout. He doesn't and so it be a technical foul. North Carolina shooting and the ball. A huge mental mistake. Mental mistake. Mental mistake. Our first matchup. The 4-30 Saturday game, which is notoriously just like the worst game that they have usually. They just kind of throw that one up there. So it's the, the Texans. It. Yes, yes. So <laughs> usually it's the Texans versus whatever wildcard team plays the Texans. It's always a field goal ball. Basically. So this is Bill's Texans in Houston. Houston is minus three, very standard. You know, they just get the three-point home field. So, basically, Vegas is telling us that this game is going to be very even, 50-50 game. Most of us could uh, kind of get to that point. Houston, how they could win. They have the better quarterback. We could start there. They have the better quarterback. They also probably have the best player on the field overall outside of quarterbacks in terms of DeAndre, DeAndre Hopkins. If Will Fuller is supposed to play. They're a totally different team when Will Fuller is on the field. I don't expect them to really get any type of run game going. Bills have a very good defense. I believe they're top five, maybe top ten uh, in run defense and overall defense. So it's going to be tough. I imagine it's going to be relatively low scoring. Uh, so how the Houston could win is it's basically, you know, if Deshaun Watson has a big game, DeAndre Hopkins does his thing. Uh, J.J. Watt's supposed to be back. So we'll see how J.J. Watt's looking. It's nice to have J.J. Watt, even if he isn't, you know, 100%. Just to kind of just get like that feeling like, oh, we got our leader back. You know what I mean? Uh, and then for the Bills, this is a grinded, grinded out, ugly 13-10 to 10 type game. If it comes down to something like that, I can see the Bills winning. If it's, like I said, an ugly game, they create some turnovers. They get the run game going. You know, Josh Allen runs for 60, 70 yards. He, he doesn't turn the ball over. Sean Watson throws a couple picks. They get the run game going, like I said. John Brown makes a big player, too. Um, And then, you know, they just have one of those games. You know, Josh Allen reminds me, I don't want to say Tim Tebow because he's not that bad. But he kind of has that thing where he'll just be really bad for the first two or three quarters. And then in the fourth quarter, he'll come in. And just like get like a game-winning drive, and randomly to start hitting so, throws. So this is a mirror match, is what you're
1: saying, because Deshaun Watson is also famous for garbage time and fourth-quarter touchdowns right. that save an entire game or an entire three quarters, if you will, of crap football. But
0: but Deshaun Watson's actually good. So it's like less surprising when he can actually like turn it around. Like oh, I like he's good. Well,
1: Deshaun Watson has or like an a offensive. good thrower, I should say. Deshaun good Watson thrower.
0: has an offensive coordinator. That's actually worth
1: a damn. So I'll say that. Are you saying because bills? Josh Allen has arm talent,
0: and I would? I mean, a lot of guys have arm talent. I, is, he has. That's like, a, that's like saying yeah. NBA players got a jump shot. Well, like, no, you,
1: you every every NBA player can have a jump shot. However, what I would say about Josh Allen is not only does he have arm talent, he has the furthest throw in the league next to Patrick Mahomes. He has a very good deep ball when. He actually has good receivers to get that to. Now, how has Buffalo provided him with good receivers? I don't know. Hey, John Brown's pretty good. Uh, John Brown hasn't finished the season since he was drafted.
0: He finished this year. Played like all sixteen. And years this is this year. the
1: very first time. However, you're telling He's me good. Josh Allen. We went over in our loss episode our tall quarterback theory. Josh Allen is now throwing to a plethora of five foot eight wide receivers. Now, John Brown is going to be good for those over-the-shoulder catches and those a lot of those long balls, but who's going to be that man in the middle to eat up those double teams to make those Texans linebackers work? I have a hard time uh, believing that it'll be solved this game, but the Texans have some work to do in the offseason when they eventually get kicked out of the playoffs.
0: All right, so then who you got? Who's, who's your pick? I, I'm, all I'm doing is presenting the cases as a neutral party mm-hmm. for you to make your pick, and then I'll come in and tell you if you're wrong.
1: So, this is why the Patriots suck, right? Because this bu- this game the should Patriots. have been played... Uh, correct. Hmm. The Patriots won that division, which means that this is an away game for Buffalo when Buffalo should have been... This should have been in Buffalo, in the snow, should've playing happened. in the elements.
0: Are you just saying that you wanted it to be?
1: This is exactly what I want <laughs> to be. Happen. But, um, I do believe, though, uh, in this game, I'm going to take Buffalo really defense and running the ball i think is going to be the primary factors in this game buffalo has a lot of well as we already went over they have a entire stable of slot wide receivers the one thing the texans have been garbage at covering this year has been slot wide receivers and who do they have there? former buccaneer vernon hargraves the third who is going to get torched all game long by Cole Beasley.
0: This sounds this sounds like a vendetta against Vernon Hargraves. No,
1: like. it can't be because Tampa got better when he left in the secondary. Now, what I will say, though, is I do like the Texans. They are completely dependent on Will Fuller being fully healthy, which is a misnomer because Will Fuller is never fully healthy. Um, this is fair. They do get J.J. Watt back. He's going to bring some fight to that defense, and he's going to chase Josh Allen around. like His life depends on it, but... I am going to depend on my sneaky coach of the year pick, Sean McDermott. The Bills' defense is pretty stout. I like the way they run the ball with Singletary and Frank, the ageless score. I'm going to go with Buffalo in this game.
0: So right now, the over/under is actually pretty high for this game, 43 and a half. I didn't, I didn't think that they, they would have the over/under. Not the possible because I, I don't expect <laughs> 43 points to be scored. Not nah. well,
1: eh, it could be a. Boring, eighteen to 21 22 that's still type not of game. It's close enough, and it's within the realm of possibility because Sean Watson and Josh Allen both love the fourth quarter.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's true. So
1: this could be a thirteen to twelve game until the fourth quarter,
0: and then you get a ten points out of both teams to finish the game. Very ugly. Look, I hear what you're saying about Buffalo because I think that their defense is the best unit on the field. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like. Out of the units, out of the Texans offense, Texans defense, Buffalo offense. Like, they have the best unit, and it's really not even close. They're like, they are elite. Like, uh, the Edmonds brother they have is amazing. Ed Oliver has been great this year. They they, uh, drafted Ed Oliver, he's been really good. They got the corner. Trey White. And Trey White. I mean, they're loaded in really all three Next phases. to
1: Gilmore, Trey White has been a very, very, very solid cornerback this year. No, now, definitely. Gilmore has to omit Week 17 because they were vac- the Patriots obviously were on vacation already. But um, Trey White right now against Nuck is going to be one of my favorite matchups to watch of this field goal type of game.
0: I, I feel you. I just – I am not going to bet on Josh Allen. In his first playoff game. This is his first playoff game, no? Yes. His yes. first playoff game. First time Buffalo has been to the playoffs and No, they made they made it with Tyrod. They just got shut out, remember? Yeah. So they made it like yeah. a few years ago. But then before that it had been a long time. Okay. But they but they they what was that, twenty seventeen and when Tyrod was last there? They got shut out like 9-0 to the Is Jaguars. that the Rex
1: Ryan Buffalo Bills? It might have been. Where they fired Greg Roman after he yeah. put up thirty something points? I think so. Uh.
0: But, but they had Tyrod. They went like 9-7 and seven and snuck in as a 6 seed or whatever, and then got killed by a Jaguar or something like that. Anyway, Josh Allen, not a rookie his second year. Yes, he has arm talent. He's not the most accurate in the world. No. This is a playoff game. He's on the road. When it, like, this is, like, like I said from the beginning, it's a toss-up 50-50 game. When it comes down to it, I'm just going to take the better quarterback. That's what it just comes down to. It's not about a better team. Sometimes it's not about the better team. It's really not. You Look at the Seahawks, for example. They, if, they, if we're going off the better team, they probably wouldn't be in the playoffs either. Not to say Deshaun Watson is Russell Wilson, per se, but the gap, to me, between Deshaun Watson, who I feel is an easily top 10, pushing top five in the league as a quarterback, with I mean, especially if Will Fuller's there. He'll be starting. Like Obviously, we'll see if he goes through, through the full game, but he'll be in pads. When he has Will Fuller, like, as you said... He changes as a quarterback. He's gonna have him. I'm, gonna, I'm a, a hoping that he he'll can catch. Play the full game. He'll catch a sixty-yard pass and then
1: instantly injures hamstring. But, <laughs> but even, yes. but even
0: if I'm saying Well Fuller isn't there, he's still ten times better than Josh Allen. He, he I, 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 wouldn't say, I wouldn't say
1: ten times. He's way better. It, than Josh Allen. It, it's at least, it's at least half. So I'll give you that.
0: <laughs> All it, I'm he, saying is I will not be if I'm putting. I have to look at his like this. If I'm putting money, am I putting money on Josh Allen? Winning his first playoff game on the road against an equivalent team—that's what it comes down to. And I, I can't see it.
1: I mean, we've seen the Texans make it to the playoffs year after year and sputter and limp in and then get knocked out too. Um, in this situation, I'm going to it, playoff football. I'm going to take defenses. I'm going to take time of possession. I'm going to take running the ball unless you are an elite passing offense. And the Texans have been sputtering the last few weeks. Starting with that Tampa game, going into last week they played a lot of their backups, and I understand that part too. But you know, is was that the right move? Right? Did your players need rest, or are they going to build up some rust in this anticipation of going in? I like Buffalo secondary. I mean, um, Buffalo
0: rested their starters in the last in the last week too, after like the first series or two.
1: Different styles of def- different styles of offense, really. I mean, when you think about Buffalo, it's going to be more of a power run. Right? Josh Allen doesn't have to throw for four hundred yards in order for them to win. Well he can't
0: also. <laughs> let's make that clear. That's not let's not that's not act like it's an option. Let's keep it he, fair. Just, he just chooses not to. He can't be
1: fair. Can't. I am only five foot ten. If me and you stood in Buffalo right now, we're taller than their wide receivers by at least two to three inches. So I will say that on this football field, what the Bills are gonna be doing is testing Houston's defense's discipline. Because right? they're going to take a lot of run plays. And then they're going to do their shot passes. And then on every third and eight, third and seven, got to watch out for Josh Allen as the runner. Because he will tuck it away and look like, you know... like Cam Newton. Yeah. <laughs> he's big, and he's a big boy. Or he's going to throw that Cole Beasley option route. And... There's nothing, there's not a lot of teams that are going to stop that. And I really don't expect Vernon Hargraves III to Look, even man, come you, close you to You also told
0: us that Bashar Perryman was trash and he, he's cooking. He looks like receiver number one.
1: Did not. I said <laughs> Rashard Perryman has been trash all year uh, and then but, 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 but decided like, to catch to the, the ball go in go the last tape.
0: three weeks of the season. We're going to go back to the tape. you right. want to see how many so, targets he got. <laughs> so you got, you got Buffalo, I got Houston. We're going to keep this down and, and get and get back on this next week. Next game, Tennessee at New England. A very interesting game. Right now, New England is a five-point favorite. So Vegas is saying they're a little bit better than the Tennessee, but really not by much. Mm-hmm. Only an extra two points given that the home field home team usually gets three points standard, such as the last game. So, I mean, the Patriots, I mean, they're the Patriots. When it comes down to it, if you're betting on the Patriots, you're basically telling yourself, look, is Ryan Tannehill going to beat the Patriots? The Patriots and Bill Belichick on the road in Foxborough in the playoffs. That's what it comes down to. Um, The Patriots, they have to stop and run, of course. They have a corner that can take out... Tennessee's really, real only receiving threat, or at least the by far their best one, in AJ Brown. He didn't do good against Devontae Parker last week. I mean, that's that's fine. Look, that's fine. <laughs> that's we can go to every other week and he's been doing good. So <laughs> well, I'm like, I can take my bet on a bounce back. Now, again, the Patriots' defense does not look like the same defense from the first eight to ten weeks. Partly because they're playing better competition, but partly because they have some injuries. Like Patrick Chung was hurt. He came back. Didn't look great. Gave up that game-winning touchdown to the Dolphins' tight end at the last last uh, play. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're the Patriots, uh, I mean, this is a tough, tough matchup. You do not want to be playing the Titans in the first round versus you could have just beat the Dolphins and had a bye. Um, so if you're a Patriots, you're really going off of a lot of this like, reputation in terms of, well, Tom Brady's going to pick it up. It's the playoffs. Tom Brady's going to turn it on. Uh, Sonny Michel's going to turn it on. He's He's been a, a disappointment, to say the least, but you expect come playoff time, it gets cold. Uh, they're gonna be able to run the ball more. You uh, gotta hope Julian Edelman's getting open. Um, that's pretty much it for the Patriots, and then just you get just play good defense, get some turnovers. You gotta you gotta assume that if you're a Patriots, you're gonna get at least one or two picks off Ryan Tannehill. You got you have I mean to I mean, I, can't game, have to. I can't assume that
1: I can't assume that. You're a why. Patriots. So the theme of this first round or this mm-hmm. wild card round of the playoffs mm-hmm. is going to be who's really healthy. Because we've seen a couple teams sputtering in Week 17, Week 16, and we've seen a couple teams get hot. The Titans being a team that's gotten hot, and the Patriots have been a team that's been a little shaky. right? They had three gimme games at the end of the year, and they kind of struggled. However, the reason why I say you may not see that much of Ryan Tannehill losing the game for the Titans, if it comes down to that, is because... Derrick Henry is playing for that. He's in that. So, this is going to be one of those games where it's the perfect storm against New England. And I'm spoiling my pick now. I still think New England finds a way to win it. And and I'll give you the the opposite, right? Bill Belichick is facing one of his disciples. Historically, he struggled this season against his disciples, right? right? So, he's facing a former New England Patriot. Derrick Henry is in a contract year. Players either ball out or suck in their contract year. Derrick Henry just had, what, 220-something yards man, in Week 17? He <laughs> step had
0: it that whole fourth quarter. <laughs> oh, man. He did, but he had it. There was padded. That was he, a performance, yeah. right?
1: And traditionally, New England has struggled against teams that do what? Have a mobile quarterback and run the ball well. Right now, Tennessee with Tannehill, he is not somebody that you're going to think is going to take off on you until he does. And it's not going to be forty and fifty yard gains, but on those third and fives where he needs to step up in the pocket, and Gilmore's got blanketed, you know, Corey Davis or AJ Brown or whoever they're putting over there, he's going to take off for those five yards and get that first down. So
0: you're telling so so let me get this straight. I haven't even gotten to how Tennessee can win this game. You kind of you, you got you got real excited. So what you're telling me is you, that Tennessee's going to win this game? What you're no, me. I spoiled my pick already, and I said
1: this is going to be. The, everything in this ingredients, if we're making a soup, everything in this ingredients tells me that Tennessee has the right stuff to beat New England. However, it just won't happen, and I can't explain it, and it's not logical. The Patriots have looked like shit for the last two weeks. They're injured to all hell. Do they have a receiver that can even catch the ball? Their offense is barely putting on 14 points, but for some reason, there's a switch that they have, it's like they all touch a picture of Michael Jordan before they go onto <laughs> the field in the playoffs. And all of a sudden, they're a different team. So, for me, for my betting dollars, I'll have to say the Patriots are going to win this one.
0: Yeah, that's, that's pretty much what it just comes down to. Is I'm, I'm just not going to be the guy who said the Patriots are going to lose and then they win. Like If, I if I'm wrong, I'm going to say that they won. They're just yeah, going to it. lose. That's fine. Right? They're just going to lose. Now, if they win, I'll be the first person to tell you they're going to lose it. Kansas City. I'll be the first person to tell you they lose losing Kansas City. That's fine. But against, That's also true. But against a 9-7 team? Come on, like, nah. That's not. So we, we can go right, right, on, right on by that. Uh, oh, I kind of skipped over my lock of the week. I don't even know if this is my lock of the week. I'm kind of backtracking a little bit to this Buffalo-Houston game. But that forty three and a half under is a very is a very solid bet. I, I kinda like that bet. It's attractive. Uh, this look, could
1: very well be a twelve to
0: fifteen game. Twelve to fifteen. <laughs> it could be there's gonna be a safety in this game, I'm sure of it. <laughs> uh, moving moving quick expeditiously here. Is that the word? Uh, Viking Vikings Saints. Saints. Look the best team in the NFL to me. Uh, home to the Vikings, seven and a half point favorites. So they're getting a plus an extra four and a half points being at home. Uh, Saints, I mean, they're pretty much just a better team to me. Better quarterback. Better running back when, when Alvin Kamara straight. And, you know, I like Dalvin Cook a lot, of course. But to me, I'd give me Alvin Kamara. Uh, you know, Michael Thomas. This is a very even matchup. If I'm Saints, I'm 13-3, and, and you have to play the Vikings at home your first round, i would be sick. Well, I don't know
1: much about shoulder injuries, but I know it doesn't take two weeks to heal after you were writhing in pain on the ground. Hollering about your shoulder, you may need surgery this offseason. So, for Dalvin, he is an X factor for the Vikings, right? Without Dalvin, and I understand what Matt Boone did in week 17 after letting everybody in the fantasy championships down in week 16. I understand that they have uh, Madison as well in the backfield, and he was banged up last week.
0: Those are average average at best.
1: So, if you're telling me I got to depend on Kirk Cousins and Stephon Diggs and a limping Adam Thielen. To get me through New Orleans, I'm taking New Orleans. And but do you, you
0: think that New Orleans is cursed? Because that could be how they lose. I mean, that's how they lost last time. Like, well, is this, is this the week they get cursed? I'll say, I'll say this, no. This is how it's feeling. Every year, I think they're going to come back like the 2014 Spurs, and then they just lose again like the 2013 Spurs. I'll say no. But but you don't feel confident. And the reason the reason why yeah, I'll say I no heard is because your voice quivered a little bit. You don't feel confident. Watching New Orleans this year.
1: They have gotten, with uh, I think the exception of one or two major calls, they have gotten every swing call the refs could possibly give them in every single game this year don't as a Saints makeup tour. Don't, hey, don't tell Saints fans that. This well, it's big. been a makeup tour since the last NFC Championship
0: hey, game. Don't, don't tell Saints right? fans that. They're not feeling
1: that. So the, New Orleans has gotten every questionable penalty, every questionable call. I think there was one game where it went the other way and Sean Payton gave that look in the camera, and then the next two to three weeks, it was. Uh, the penalties on the other team was astounding. So, mm. I will. My lock of the week is New Orleans not falling on their face. I know they wanted to buy last week, but things didn't happen that way. Um, Seattle couldn't close the, the business, but I really think that New Orleans is going to come out here and handle business against the Vikings. Their The Vikings' secondary is basically Harrison Smith because. Whoa, that secondary fell off a cliff. Um, You're not feeling Xavier Rhodes? Not at all. Okay. He's been trash all year. I'm going to take Mike Tom and Jared Cook and Traquan Smith, even in Kamara, and let various Latavius Murray in a revenge
0: game after the Vikings didn't want to pay him. I'll take that all day. So, are you locking the Saints win, or are you also locking that they're going to cover the seven and a half points? Because I'm saying they're going to cover the points as well. I don't think it's gonna be super close at the end.
1: I'll take the I'll take just the win because for some reason oh, Kirk ooh. Cousins has been able to put up points and I ooh. think he will in a losing fashion. I think this will be if I had to put it, I think the Saints will be up two scores the entire game, and then Kirk Cousins scores in the last ten seconds just to just to ruin the bet. Just <laughs> <laughs> to cover? Yeah, they're not gonna be even close to winning. He'll just do something just to cover
0: and then everybody's sad. But I'll take the win. Uh, fair enough. I can see that. Uh, last game, Seahawks at Philly. Probably the toughest game to predict. I think.
1: Yeah. What did we say two weeks ago? Going through the link, man. Some reason Philly at home. They play just like Seattle does at home, and this is what we were scared of. This was a te- These both of these teams, even with Philly having one healthy person on the entire roster that they didn't start the season with. Um, it's hard to beat certain teams at home when they run the ball and they play defense. Now, Philly is going to need Miles Sanders to step in a hyperbaric time chamber or do, some do shit they, like that. Do they? They got
0: Boston Scott. I don't know if they need anyone else.
1: Man, I, I can't <laughs> call it. I can't call it. I do love his energy, and I love his burst. I'll give him that. But I don't know. Once he sees Bobby Wagner, uh, I don't think he's going to get off that is, well. Is Miles, like Miles Sanders not supposed to play? Miles Sanders is battling a lot of ailments right now, so he's injured. And like I said, this wild card round is going to be which team is healthiest because, I mean, the Seahawks are picking Marshawn Lynch out of retirement just to come yeah. play running back right now. So yeah, uh, Zach Ertz isn't probably going to play either. Zach Ertz has like a ruptured, a pierced spleen or something, I mean, a cracked rib. Yeah, his
0: lung is messed up. I don't. Yeah, but you don't. He was was practicing today. As all Eagles
1: fans know, I know Zach Ertz is your boy, but I really like what they're doing with Dallas anyway, and I think Dallas has to step up. Dallas ain't no Zach Ertz. He's not going to be, but Dallas can stretch the field this season a little bit better than what Zach Ertz has been doing. Zach Ertz has always been Mr. Reliable, and I always want to say that because the Eagles have had questionable hands this year, that Zach Ertz felt like the only person we can get it to, but... Now we're starting to see that concentration slip with Ertz as well. He's starting to drop some things. And maybe this injury shows Philly their tight end of the future
0: or just shows Philly that they're going to have two tight ends for a very long time. Fair enough. So, I don't know. I mean, Seattle, Seattle does have, I mean, they have the better quarterback. You'd think they have the better offense at this point given the injury situation. Um, so, who, who who are you picking, though? Because the Philly, Philly secondary still... Eh. But they're at home. Seattle also, didn't mention, is a one-and-a-half-point favorite right now.
1: Hmm. In this game, I'm taking Seattle. And I think Seattle's just a healthier team. Just point-blank, period. They're the healthier team. Uh, Russell Wilson has been... The stats have been great, but he's had a couple of games where you're just he, it kind of feels like he's trying to do too much, and sometimes it gets him into trouble. Um, they end up having a lot of long third downs. They're punting the ball a lot on fourth, so I—I uh, think this this matchup between Seattle and Philly right now is going to play into Russell Wilson's hands. You got DK Metcalf, you got Tyler Lockett. Philly has a very shaky secondary. Just throw the ball. And when it comes down the goal line, give it to Marshawn Lynch for once.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's... that's Again, I'm, we're agreeing a little too much, so now I feel like my picks are bad. Uh, <laughs> because I got Seattle as well. Just simple off the fact that I haven't seen Philly actually beat a good team since they've been injured. I know they went on this nice run after they lost to the Dolphins and they were 6-7. and seven, But they just beat everyone in their own division. Uh... Three bad teams. Basically, they beat the Giants and then the Cowboys and then the Redskins or Redskins, Cowboys, Giants, right. whatever order it was to win the division. Which is you know, which is they they did what they had to do. But to me, they just haven't really been tested. They haven't proven that they that they can beat a good team with no receivers. I mean, shout out to Wentz for even getting them there, given the circumstances of everything Nonamount. that's going on. Uh, but again, it all like this is again a a, a, a toss up in a lot of ways. So just give me a better quarterback. When it comes into playoffs, to me, that's how I'm looking at it. Just give me a better quarterback. I'm just going to bet on a better quarterback. Um, this is basically even in terms of betting. Uh, so just, you know, I would take the Seattle money line. Um, or I guess you could take the one and a half as well if you want. But, yeah, I'm just going to take the better quarterback. Uh, just just got to keep, keep it. Sometimes you got to keep it simple. Just got to keep it simple. I agree. I'm just going to take the better quarterback. And so, like you said, the, the healthier team as well. It's 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 all about health. I think Philly
1: would have had a chance in this game and still can have a chance in this game. But it's going to rest on the availability of Miles Sanders. And I know he had a very slow start at the beginning of the year. Philly was playing with... Oh, and not not to mention, I really
0: don't know the status of Jordan Howard, right? Is Jordan Howard He's back Philly. He's back. Philly? He was back last week and technically that's their third string.
1: So... To me, so he might get on the field. To me, if they have a very competent, I mean, keep Wentz twenty passes and under, right? If you can keep Russell Wilson's offense from scoring a lot of points, keep Wentz at twenty passes or oh, under. You know. If you, you get can. Jordan Howard running the ball, you get Miles Sanders running the ball. What Miles Sanders was doing these last two to three weeks, he he might be the best wide receiver the Eagles have. <laughs> if, well, is if he <laughs> gonna play though? And, he, and he he's not, running. He's coming from the running back position, right. but and but like I said, it's the health thing.
0: We're recording this on Thursday, uh, the day after New Year's, and Miles Sanders was not a, a participant in practice today. Uh, same with Zach Ertz. So they're only getting more injured. They already are out. Uh, Brandon Brooks. Well, we know. We, yeah.
1: So that was a big blow, at least to the running game and the pass blocking game, because Brandon Brooks is an anchor on that right side of that offensive line, but. Zach Ertz is going to be the bigger question mark. Miles Sanders has already came out and said, it's the playoffs. Which translates to, give me the shot, Doc, and I'm going out there and I'm going to play. Um, Of course, pregame warm-ups, everybody will see that will probably swing some lines, depending on who's healthy and who's not, with all of these games, by the way. Because every single one of these teams have a very key piece of their teams injured. Yeah. And it's the strangest thing. I mean, which is why does it go back to the best quarterback? In in this wild card round, actually, the the hmm, the healthiest team may be the Saints and the Bills. Yeah, two teams that I personally think could cause damage in this playoffs. Because I mean, I mean, I'm, I got the
0: Saints. I'll tell you, I'll put it on record right now. I got the Saints winning the Super Bowl. Okay. Um, Even though they have the toughest road, <laughs> they got the toughest road. They got to beat. I'll take it. The bet they got to beat the Packers. They and probably got to beat the Niners too to get there. But I, I got the Saints winning it.
1: So we'll we'll jump right ahead and we'll do a small preview of what happens if our picks go the way they go because we agree on a lot of our picks. Now I think the Packers again. We talked about health. If Jamal Williams is there, the Packers are formidable. Without Jamal Williams, the Saints are winning that game easily. Lambeau has to pray for a blizzard to happen for the Saints not to win that game. Yeah, pretty much. And, yeah. And because they look trash against Detroit. We finally found Aaron Rodgers Kryptonite, and it's literally throwing swing passes to Aaron Jones. <laughs> I can't every time I looked up at the screen, it felt like he was missing a simple swing pass to Aaron Jones. And that play, he hits Jamal Williams for it, and it's a touchdown every time. But for some reason, Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams, I mean, they're probably about an inch or two difference in height, but athleticism is a different thing when it comes to that one. Um, So if we have the Saints advancing, they're going to end up playing the Packers in Lambeau. So disadvantage for the Saints. However, I still got the Saints taking that one. If we go with our prediction with the Seahawks over the Eagles, they're going over to Santa Clara. They're going to see the San Frans. They're going to lose again. And they're going to lose. Um, and it, it, it's going to be an entertaining game. I don't think that one's going to be a blow. I think that's the one that's going to be close because San Fran has been which Jimmy G do we get. Now, he's been more consistent recently, but it's it's going to come down to which Jimmy G are we getting. Pretty right? much. In um, the AFC side of things, you're going to have, uh, just with our picks... Chiefs-Patriots, I got the Chiefs winning that matchup, period. Same. Um, And I got the Ravens dominating whoever comes there, unless it's the Bills. Um, Um. And I still think the Ravens pull out the win, but the Bills present a very, very challenging matchup for the Ravens. I mean, they're just like a worse version of the Ravens. They're built similar, but the the Bills have a lot of athleticism at that second level. The Bills level, have Josh Allen, which, and the
0: Ravens have Lamar Jackson. I mean, well, <laughs> that's really it. I mean, the Ravens don't have any receivers either. Like, I'll, I'll
1: give Hollywood his due. He's, 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 John he's Brown's another, way better than Hollywood. Yeah, I
0: mean, he, I'll give
1: Hollywood his... Don Brown's, Brown's way better than Hollywood. Don Brown's best way in that game, easy. Way better, way. way better. I would say that Hollywood has had, for a guy that relies on his speed, having lower uh, extremity injuries can deal you a blow, whether it's the ankle, the groin, the hip, whatever. That is your bread and butter. Uh, with John Brown, I commend him on finally having a healthy season. He's been playing great, but the the issue that I see is the Ravens and the Bills are built very similar on defense. However... That Edmonds kid provides a matchup nightmare if he has to spy Lamar because he has the
0: speed to keep up. I mean, yeah. I mean, the Ravens played them already and beat them. They did. Uh, I saw I saw a tweet that said, uh, oh, you got to watch out for the teams that play Lamar once already because last year when the Chargers saw him for the second time, they beat him the second time. It was like. Different. Yeah, I'm mean, like this. It's not different. quite the same. Not quite. Not, not quite
1: the same. But last year, Lamar was running Joe Flacco's playbook, so <laughs> yeah, different. Yeah. But um, but uh, what I will say is, currently this year, Lamar, this whole playoffs is filled with teams that he's faced. I mean, I mean, yeah, he's I believe six out of seven with current playoff teams right now. They've only lost to the Chiefs that are in the playoffs right now. So. He has six wins against all the rest of the teams that you see in this playoffs.
0: Pretty much. All right, I'm going to close out on this one last thing. I want your opinion on this thing I'm doing in my office. So my office, uh, we're doing a fantasy football pool for the playoffs. Uh, it's 12 people, seven rounds. Uh, we're not even doing it through ESPN. We're just like manually doing it like through email. So basically mm-hmm. the premise is this. You can draft any individual player you want. But the only thing that counts are touchdowns that aren't passing. So if Lamar Jackson throws a t- throws a touchdown to Mark Ingram, the only person who's going to get a point is Mark Ingram because he caught it. We're not counting throws. So you can run it in, you know, return it in. Is yards a thing? No, or it's only yards touchdowns. Is only touchdowns. Uh, and just you just grab seven players and add up the touchdowns, and that's who wins. Uh, I mean, you can take quarterbacks. Like people, someone took Lamar. Uh, they still took them second overall. I don't know why, even though it only counts for rushing touchdowns. Mm-hmm. But another thing is you have to take into account um, how far a team will advance. So if, you, if you get a team, you know, when they lose in the first round, then you only got that player for one game compared to if you had the Saints player, say they go to the Super Bowl, then you had them for four rounds. You know <laughs> what I mean? Uh, so right now, the draft is still going. Because it's because we just do it through email. We just have everyone on the email train, and you just reply all with your pick when you're next. Um, I have I, I had the first pick, reparations. I was the only black person in the draft. Uh, <laughs> we take our wins. when That's we right. Can hey, yeah, hey, take them when you can get them. I need you to I need you to tell me how you think my team is right now. First pick, I had uh, I got Alvin Kamara. Uh,
1: Could get robbed of touchdowns by Murray, but you at least get somebody that starts in the wild wildcard round and the best running back out of the wildcard team. So. Yeah,
0: and I my, I was like, hey, he, he catches them, he runs them, should be good. He looked good the last, like, two weeks of the season. Uh, Then my next pick, I took Josh Allen. You know, he runs run some things. And, and you, mind you, it's 12 people, so a lot of people have been taken. They went – I won't even go through all the details, but – Mike everyone, Tom everyone probably would have been my first. Who, Mike Thomas? Yeah, yeah, he went third. That probably would have been my first. I don't know. Point. He's more of a catches yards guy. He's not a, a huge touchdown. He I mean, gets he a touchdown touch every round. game almost. He had nine. That's every other game. Uh, for a wide receiver, exactly. He right, had more that's, than Kamara. Why I went at running? Back. I think Kamara
1: with- finished the season with like three or four. How many did he have total? He didn't score until like week fifteen or fourteen. <laughs> I don't believe that. Yes, that's exactly. But right. again,
0: he also looked better the last two weeks, and he was hurt a couple weeks. ago. Correct. Well. And he, he's looked healthy. So it was also a lot of that was just uh, me projecting. So I had Alvin Kamara. I'm, the whole point of this is just for me for, for me to ask you who I think I should draft next. I had Alvin Kamara, Josh Allen, and then Debo Samuel was my third pick. Sneaky good. Yeah. So I'm hoping that I can get Boston Scott with my next one. But it's like a snake, so I go first, and then it right. goes, and then it has to go back around. So i got to wait like 20 picks to pick again. Mm. Uh,
1: so every starter is going to be gone by that time. Basically. So you're probably looking at wide receivers, or, I mean, depending on if you think Tennessee can really win, John U. Smith may be an option if he's not already gone. He's definitely not gone. He is, he is not gone. Because, uh, I mean, if I'm the Patriots, I'm going to take away your wide receiver. I'm going to take away A.J. Brown. Right. Off Bucks. Of course. Patriots linebackers are slow as shit, Let's and they're see. not guarding nobody. Therefore, the Patriots going to have to put uh, a Kamar safety on Kamara had six him.
0: touchdowns this year yeah. in 14 yeah. games. I'll slander him. Okay. I'm still take Mike Tom. It's dude. like the same rate. <laughs> it's like the same rate. Nine touchdowns in 16, <laughs> six is. touchdowns in 14. It's like basically the same.
1: But you got Mike Tom going against Xavier Rhodes this week. So- now, granted, Mike Thomas does a lot of in-between-the-sticks kind of, sort of. He's not really
0: your touchdown guy, but... Yeah, I'll take him. And he had two. Any Alvin Kamara had two touchdowns in week sixteen and seventeen. He's not facing the Vikings defense. So what? He faced the Tennessee Titans, and that was they were good. The mean, the Panthers, not good. But, <laughs> but the, Titans, the Titans are good. Well, right, so basically, I'm gonna come back in the pod after I win this. It's like twenty bucks a person, so it's like a two hundred something dollar pot. Yeah, so cool after, that. so after I win this, I'll gloat. Um, I just wanted to make everyone aware that this was happening, so when I come back, everyone knows why I'm so excited. I mean, I won't know who I won until Super Bowl, so I'll give, so, I'll give you guys updates.
1: As a, as a question, as we're closing this out, and you can cut this if you need to, But so you're rostering a team, and they're all playing at once, or you have to pick certain
0: people to be your starters this no, week? No, no, no. You can No, it can be anyone. Like, and how like big I said, is have, your roster? It's seven rounds, so it's seven people. Yeah. Like I said, I picked Debo Samuel, but he has a bye. So it doesn't matter. That's pretty much That's That's it. I thought it was fun. Uh, it'll I like give me, it. so, it'll I like give me it. something to do as I watch these games since my team is out. Um, feel free to steal it in your office. You know, you still have a day. You can do it in a day. <laughs> uh, all right, episode twenty-three. Uh, we'll be back. We're gonna keep doing this NFL stuff. Uh, Pope will not be here. He's leaving me. And apparently, he likes his wife more than me, or something. Just a little bit. He won't be here. Um, that's only because he met her first. That's the only reason. Um, this is true. So he won't be here, but I have another guest coming next week. It'll be more NBA focused, but we'll get this NFL, these picks in. Maybe you can text me your picks or something. Um, Oh, yeah,
1: you'll hear from me. You'll hear from me before I get on the plane. Lovely.
0: Good shit.